Hey everybody, welcome to Reese's Peace. This is episode 37. Uh, this was recorded on April 13th, 2021. Started at about 7 p.m. local time here in Denver. Uh, Josh, Dewey, and I were just kind of catching up after a few weeks being out of the podcasting world and, and just kind of chewing the fat. So let's get right into it. Okay. All right. I'm going to. We're on the road. Make sure I got all these Audacity settings set up proper style. That's good. I don't know if I've done mine, but <clears throat> it's it's recording, so that's All great. right. You see the sound bars? I see them. I see them. All right. You're in there. I had like a, a weird moment where I turned on my computer. So I have a laptop, and then I have a, a dock that connects me to two other monitors. So I'm looking at, right now, I'm looking at my laptop screen, and then I got mm-hmm. two other monitors up here. Yeah. And um, I connected the... Um, the dock and uh, it was like freaking out like it it like the screens went black and then it went to the laptop it was like I was having a power surge and the dock was losing power but since the laptop has a battery it kept hmm. running weird it's like the first time that's ever happened very bizarre so if I lose you I mean there's a good chance I would still keep recording but there would probably be a glitch in it I don't know we'll okay. see what happens I am on uh, rental house Wi-Fi, so yeah, it's only as strong. And I'm in the down. I'm in the den downstairs, so mm. we've already had one freeze moment. So that should be fun. Hopefully, this works out well. Yeah, that was interesting. I wonder what the. Uh, I mean, because your video seems super crisp. Good. Although, that could just be like the lighting is, <laughs> is a lot better here than normal. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man! I'm just soaking in these rays right here. I even closed yeah. one of the blinds too. Yeah. So you're you're where now? I am in Fort Bragg, California. Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg, okay. northern coast. Um, it is south of, pretty well south of Eureka, but okay. still northern coast. A couple hours north of like. A couple hours north of like San Francisco, easily. Like three hours north, I think. Okay. Anyways, um, but yeah, so northern coast and uh, kind of a tiny town. Um, yeah, we rented a house. I've got the whole month off for my baby bonding, my second half of my baby bonding leave. Woo! Are you paid get, for that? Hundred percent, dude. Full pay. Yeah, eight wow. weeks. I get I get eight weeks full pay. Wow. Yeah, the state this I the state gives me like sixty percent pay, and then my company, Matt get, gets me up to a hundred percent pay. Wait, so California gives you that pay sixty percent? Yeah, if you pay into it. If you pay into it, which most people do. Like huh. Kelly was a federal employee, so yeah. she she wasn't paying into it, so she didn't get any paid leave. For oh, she so has to be a state employee. And pay into um, it. I think you just have to live and work in the state. Oh. But a federal employee doesn't have to pay those additional taxes on their, you know, on their... That's neat. Yeah. So a federal employee doesn't have to pay those additional taxes, but they don't get to cash in on the benefit. But Trump changed that. That's like one of the few things that Kelly, that he did that Kelly liked that... So he, after she had her baby, 
in like November of 2020, he made it to where all state employees or federal employees get baby leave. So if you have a baby, yeah. So at least, at least he did that. So yeah. But is is that like too little, too late for her? For her. Yes. Yeah. Too late. That's a bummer. Yeah. She had to burn through like sick time and annual, um, you know, vacation time. Interesting. I've got like FMLA leave, right? Yes. Or me- yes. medical leave. What? Yeah, whatever. I I don't know exactly what the acronym is, but um, yeah, I think I've got like eight weeks that I could take, but I don't know if Colorado gives any sort of like pay for that. I've only been here for, I don't know, coming up on two years now. So I haven't been paying into it if I have mm-hmm. for very long. Yeah. But, I don't know about that. I know well yeah. FMLA is like just job protection. It means right, that yeah. they can't get ri- it means that you're protected. Yeah, so that's what the company calls it. So I could take 8 weeks essentially unpaid yeah. without losing my job. I think it's mm-hmm. 8 weeks. Which yeah. It's cool cuz I get time off, but I yeah. wouldn't get paid, which no would be mo- a bummer. <laughs> yeah, no money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this that's kind is, of important. Um, this was pretty sweet. So yeah, I took four weeks off at the start and now I've got four weeks. It, it expires though. Um, at one year, once my, once the kid turns a year, you have to use the, your eight, your eight weeks in the first year of life. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's so yeah, mine was going to use it or lose it. Hmm. Better, better take it, man. I know. So we bought a, <laughs> we got a baller ass house, dude, dude, this thing is like I can see the churning of the water, like the color change of the waves crashing in. And it's, um, it's that close. The pictures online didn't do it any justice. It's like freaking right here. That's awesome. It's insane. That is nice. Um, yeah, huge, huge house, big living room with windows that just like full expanse of windows. And, we back up over here to a state park, um, 10 mile state park dunes. So it's like, I get a huge view of the dunes and then like these misty hills. So man, it's yeah. a killer, killer place. I, I am so psyched with it. Nice. And how long have you been there? Uh, we got here on Thursday of last okay, week. Okay. So coming up on like a week. Yeah. 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 And we leave, we leave Sunday. So we still got some time. Nice. Yeah, so it was a ten nights. I like I like staying a long time because we pack. I packed up. I brought my trailer. I brought my trailer. That's how much <laughs> full shit of I junk. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I got to bring tons of stuff for the boy, you know, yeah. to keep him entertained. Like I've got like anything I could possibly want for him, and I wanted to. I wanted to travel in luxury too, man. I brought my golf clubs. I brought like oh for sure. I brought my full full size volleyball like tournament volleyball net with poles and badminton and like i brought everything wow. i needed everything i wanted <laughs> so yeah. who would you plan on playing with with kelly well so her parents and well so they stayed thursday through sunday yeah and they they left sunday about midday okay so the house had like eight people in it at that time nice and then now it's just me and kelly from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the Blevins family is coming on Thursday. Nice. That'll be awesome. Yeah, so they're showing up Thursday to hang with us. Very cool. And they'll leave when we leave on Sunday. Sweet. Yeah. It's yeah. not that far for them then. 
It's like about the same. Oh, is it really? It's about okay. the same. Yeah, because they've got to go south and go cut over because like yeah. there's this big old block of uninhabited forest in that part of California. Oh, um, like on the western like, coast. West coast, like in betwixt, you know, Redding and here. Mm. And then if you go towards the coastland, it's kind of like, if you're if you've heard of like the Emerald Triangle, no. Well, the Emerald Triangle is a little bit more north. That's like separating Humboldt. But anyways, there's just a big tract of of uninhabited, you know, just foothill land up there. Yeah, that it's that you just got. You either go south, or you have to go around it basically. So they have to go south and cut over. So hmm. it's four and a half hours for me to get here, and it's four and a half for them. So it's like exactly in the middle, basically. Wow. Damn, that's a big state. It's a big state. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. It's huge. It's huge, as they say. <laughs> huge. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we just got back. Uh, I I just had like a recent road trip, and I haven't I haven't done a road trip since uh, we moved here from Wisconsin. But yeah, six hours in the car uh, to drive to Utah to Green River, Utah. That was that was a long time. So. Uh, yeah, four and a half hours is nothing to sneeze at either. Is that what you've been doing? Well, been off that, the radar. I have been kind of off the radar. Yeah, I've been kind of radio silent. I don't know. So one of my buddies, one of my riding buddies, well, they were already planning on it. They they pitched it to me like early in the week, and they don't plan in advance. Joe, if you're listening, plan farther in advance. Damn it. God but, damn it. I'm a planner, man. <laughs> me I too. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> they sprung it on me, you know, and and I hate I hate camp travel just because i'm not well prepared for that you know like i could go to somebody else's house like i could do that but like camp travel is really hard for me i don't have all these stuff for that but anyway they were like oh yeah we're gonna go uh we're gonna go do this trail in utah called five miles of hell which is kind of like a uh it's kind of famous in the like the dirt biking community in this this general area of the country but um I've never done it, but it's kind of like the Holy Grail, you know, like you got to do it. It's like a rite of passage type of situation. And so I was like, oh man, like I really want to go, but I don't want to go because I don't want to <laughs> go camping. And they, they sprung this on me on like Monday or something, I think. And they were going to go, they were going to leave Friday. And I was like, no, you got to give me more notice than that. I need to mentally more notice than that. It's not even about preparing other stuff. It's more about mentally. But anyway, so they, they, uh, I checked in with them later in the week because Alyssa was asking me. She was like, oh, are you going to go riding this weekend? I was like, I don't know. I don't really have plans. Let me check with the boys. So I texted the guys, and um, they're like, oh, no. Yeah, we're, we're not riding around here. We're going to Utah. And I was like, shit. Like, I want to ride, but I don't want to do that. And uh, I thought about it and uh, threw my hands up in the air and decided I was going to do it. So I took a little bit of time off of work to, to do – like, that was Thursday – Took some time off work at the end of the day Thursday to get some stuff rounded up. Left uh, right after my last meeting of the day on Friday, and we drove straight through. We left. Uh, we met at my buddy's house and and drove straight through for like six hours, and got there at like eleven after having stopped to get some food and stuff. Set up real quick because he he drug his trailer. Set up real quick at a KOA mm-hmm. campground. Laid outside on our little chairs, looking at the stars for a bit. And then hit the sack. Like done. Yeah. It worked out really well. That's you know? the beauty about camping, man. You get 
sleep, you know, because, you know, the sun goes down. You're like, well, fuck, better rack out. (laughs) Time to time to hit the sack. Yeah. And I was ready, you know, had worked a whole day, got up at like 5 a.m. that morning and then, you know, didn't actually get to bed until like 11. So, yeah, I was ready. It was Mm -hmm. way past dark at that point. Yeah. And we had, you know, a big ride day the next day. So, well, how was the five miles of hell? Well, it's, uh, it was awesome. I will say that it was by far the coolest trail that I've ever done. And we're going back this weekend, actually <laughs> two weekends in a row. Damn. Um, yeah. So I liked like, it so mean, much. When you say awesome, like, are you talking complexity of the trail or like views or both? Um, kind of both? I mean, the views of that part of the country in Utah are definitely unique. They're definitely not like what we encounter here in, in Colorado, or at least for the most part in the Northern part of the state in the Southern part of the state, we get similar landscape, but um, yeah, Utah is really cool with their big red rocks and stuff. And, and mm-hmm. so I guess the, the part about it that was really cool to me was, um, the trail, the, the complexity, the technicality of the trail. It was super technical. Okay. Uh, it actually is seven and a half miles. So that five miles of hell oh, wow. is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good length of tough rock trail. Okay, was that awesome. was going to be my next line of question because I the videos that I've seen you do, yeah. I see more complex like crawling and technicality yeah. versus like just getting out there and romping it and getting up to like fifty miles per hour. You yeah, know what I mean, so you're yeah. not doing that sort of shit. You're no. you're yeah okay. You're crawling. Yeah, and, it's slow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's um. See, I would it, get antsy. I would be like. I I need to fucking burn it right now. I just need to not hardcore, you know, not like Blevins burning it. Not like, you know, peeling the bugs from your, from your (laughs) hair or anything like that. Yeah. But I would need to, I would need to rip a little, rip a little asphalt, rip a little (laughs) dirt. Red. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. One of the guys that we ride with is always talking about, Oh, we got to be on the pipe. That's on the pipe. Joe got to be on the pipe. Got to be ripping it. And I was mm, like, no, mm. that's not, that's not really my style. I like, I like the technical stuff, but we got it. Yeah. It was, it was fun. You know, there's a section, a section at the end of the trail where we have to, it's, it's a basically a one way trail. You can take it out and back, which we didn't cause that would be serious punishment mm-hmm. for the level of fitness that we were all at. But, um, we took it all the way out and then we had to take different trail back. And so on that trail, you get a chance to like get up in the high gears. But at that point of the day, okay. I was pretty dead, and so I was just kind of, kind of cruising, mm-hmm. sitting down, just kind of like, let's let's take it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to stand up, get up on your tiptoes. No, I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I was mentally gearing up for last week, and and uh, yeah, I didn't, I haven't put out a podcast in a while, so it's a good thing that you suggested this today. Yeah, man. Yeah, I figured. You know, uh, it, it actually worked perfectly. The kid's going down for a nap right now. I don't hear them, so it means that he did go down for a nap. So yeah. that's always a good thing. He's been weird. He's been, like, skipping some afternoon naps. Um, hmm. Take some big morning nap, and then, like, sometimes we'll skip the afternoon. And Excuse me. Not today, though. Huh. Get on a schedule, yeah, kid. We- yeah, he's he's pretty scheduled, but just sometimes he'll skip it. Or yeah. you know, today we went out and we're 
out of the house, driving around a little bit. He got a little bit more stimulation and seeing people and dogs and stuff. So, sure. He was tired. He was tired. So it worked out well. And I was, and yeah, like I said, I stalked your, stalked your Spotify. I'm like, he hasn't posted one. Blevins hasn't posted one. Yeah. But Blevins has been a, been a ghost lately. So, yeah. We're going to have to get that waste of time podcast going again. Yeah. We'll probably, um, I don't know what your weekend. Oh, you're going riding again. So yeah, we'll probably I'll be in Utah again. So okay. you might have to do one on your own. Yeah. We'll probably do a, uh, we'll probably do on either the, what do we do or the, am I just angry? Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've got the equipment set up, so it might as well. Yeah. You probably got enough space. You could just leave that set up, huh? Oh yeah. I've got so much space. I'm on this table that I've never even sat at or used down here in the den. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That is awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty killer. I I like vacations, man. I like spending, you know, this is I'd rather b- blow a fat wad on a nice vacation, you yeah. know. Yeah. And really look forward to it and enjoy and plan and and uh I I I booked this thing like back in like October or some shit. Like I've had this yeah. booked forever. I think I remember you talking about it. Yeah. Um so yeah, the views, it went spectacular. It's just awesome. Nice. Um, I tried some fishing, and I suck at ocean fishing. God, I'm terrible at ocean fishing. No wonder. I've never caught anything from the ocean. I, I came this time with poor gear, and but I was still determined. I'm like, I'm going to catch something from the fucking ocean this time. And after like 30 minutes of doing it, I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I've got nothing. Really, no, I've never really fished with somebody who's experienced and like knows what they're doing with ocean fishing. Yeah. So my dad and I have always just been lake fishing. And right. so I had light duty poles. I had some, I had a little bit of heavy duty line and I had like the right hooks and the bait, but my poles were really um, light, not set up for it. And again, I've never really fished with anybody who truly knows what they're doing for ocean so anyways fucking suck at it (laughs) (laughs) brought all my fishing gear and i'm like no not having it can't i'm not lugging all this out again tying on hooks just to lose my gear (laughs) i imagine it's a whole different animal it's it's than freshwater yeah it's a totally different animal like i can i can go for trout you know, inland bass, all, you know, just lakes all day long. I know what to use. I know, you know, what setups to use, but this man, I just don't, I, you know, I need better like ocean rods, bigger, heavy, fat reels with, you know, I'm just using like 10 pound test, which you're not, you know, you need to be using like 20 or some shit. I don't know. Huh. Uh, With big old rods, you know? Yeah. To reel in some big old fish. Yeah, well, and huck that motherfucker way out there and not fear, oh, like, sure. snapping your line from, like, ripping it. You know what I mean? Just leaning back and chucking your gear out there with my light-duty stuff. I'm like, oh, God, don't break. God. <laughs> really? And, like, there's a risk of breaking a line just hucking it? Yeah, because I'm using light, light-duty light line. Wow. And I'm putting, putting a good amount of weight on the on the end because of all like the ocean rig and setup. Sure. And so 
as I'm, I lost one. I did. I, I oh, chucked it and it broke. Like, I don't oh. know if my, if my knot broke or what, but I lost it. And then I tie on a new setup and I'm fishing and I pull out the one that I lost out of the goddamn ocean. Really? Yes. I pull. Wow. I don't know what the odds of that are. Very low. <laughs> I imagine that is nutty. Yeah. Cause I, I chuck it out and it snapped right at the, right at the end of the rod. So it's gone. Just lost my, you know, line and setup out in the ocean. Holy and then crap. I'm throwing, you know, five minutes later, I'm throwing the next setup and I reel in my lost gear. <laughs> That's insane. It's insane. I don't know what the, I don't know. Some, <laughs> some statistician. Give me the numbers on this. Oof. One in a, uh, a million, I would yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, at <laughs> least one in a hundred thousand. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. That's pretty unlikely. Yeah, I mean, granted, like, I did lose the gear in that moment, and I was fishing in the same spot that I lost the gear, but still, it's a big goddamn tumultuous ocean. Yeah. You know, so... That shit doesn't float, does it? There was weights on it, so... Shit ain't floating. No. But, I mean... Is it's getting churned up, you know what I mean? The weight isn't enough to keep it from getting churned from all the, you know, the breaking of the waves, and then it, you know, falls out. So, I mean, I'm sure it might have been not floating, I mean, not sinking, because it's so, you know, getting bashed around. Yeah, and I guess, you know, you could, well, you're throwing a hook out there, and you're dragging the hook back. You could have hooked the line. I likely did hook the line. And then caught a weight or the hook. Yes. So that's what happened. That's what happened. I definitely caught the excess line that had broken off. Okay. But still pretty, pretty crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I, I, I realized that I was, I'm very similar to you in my idiosyncrasies about like how I like my house set up and stuff. Oh, because I wasn't the first one to get to this rental house because we were later with the baby. Oh, so like Kelly's family got there first. They got here first. I gave them all the codes and everything and the keys to get in. They like to leave early in the morning, you know. Okay. And I then they went to the beach and then they they got here right at four o'clock when you're allowed to check in. And I didn't get here till six. Okay. So like they were already planting roots. Planting roots, man. All the <laughs> stuff was set out in the kitchen, and I'm looking at things just like, oh, God, the, this doesn't, all oh, the feng shui is all off, man. Why are we why are we putting stuff right here? Like, Jesus. And so they, they packed up and left, and like, oh, it was such like a sigh of relief to like get to move things around and organize the living space the way I would have done it and the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. And, uh. You know, because you feel like an asshole just, like, grabbing somebody's stuff and just being like, this doesn't belong here. Fuck. <laughs> just get, get rid of it. Get it get off the, the counter. Get shit out of here. Can we, yeah. can we do this over here? Yeah. Yeah. Do this somewhere else. So I'm like, yeah, I am very particular about how things are done. Mm. And my wife can attest to that, too. I'm very particular about how shit is done. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I really get it. <laughs> well, you, you're like me, man. You don't, you work from home. So like, 
you're always in your house. You never leave. Yeah. Like this is, that's your sanctum, man. It's my like, safe space. Yeah. I change oh. it. That's the only way it gets changed. Yes. It's, yeah. um, in my bubble. Yeah. It's I detrimental the, the at whole, times. I think. I think so. Yeah. It's nice to be able to just kind of let go and not be so, you know, anal about that sort of thing. But as much as I like anal, <laughs> let's just get that straight. Let's just straighten this up right now. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I no. totally get it. Yeah, I Kelly definitely I get it. have been complaining about how we don't really have any like real problems, man. It's a great thing to have. Not really any terribly, you know, crazy real life problems. So yeah. we literally just like fight and argue about the simplest shit and the dumbest shit. Yeah. And I said, I said today we like got into it about like the tiniest little fucking argument. Yeah. And I'm just like, God damn it. We need some real problems. This is bullshit. <laughs> Why are we fighting about this? Like, yeah, God, you know, and we just, we attribute it to like her and I both being type A personalities. Oh. We both know what we want when we want it. We both have an opinion about like how something should be done. Yeah. Or if asked, we can give you an answer about how to do something. And we like think that we're right. Both of us do it. Yeah. M- me probably a little bit more than she does. But, um, but, and yeah, like we just are like, it's fucking COVID lockdown, man. We both, we we don't go any we don't we don't go anywhere we don't do anything we don't go to work we're in the yeah. house all day don't go grocery shopping you know we work literally back to back i could literally i can reach my hand over my shoulder on my desk and tap her on the shoulder dude that's, that's a lot of we, exposure that's how close we work to each other i know and i like i i love my wife yeah you know we but when you spend every waking second with somebody, you're going to start picking them apart a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, we're working on that. We're talking about, like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm going to start trying to go into the office, like, two days a week. Because things have loosened up a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I could be allowed to do that if I wanted to. So, I'm thinking, you know, get out of her space get my own space, you know, yeah. go to the office two days a week might be a little bit healthy. When you for... say go to the office, you mean like the room in your house that you call the office? No, literally like drive to oh, my okay. old place of work. Yeah. That would be good. I mean, if they allow you to do that, get out and about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I might get sick of it. And, you know, I'm saving a lot on gas and commute sure. time. Yeah. Um, all that lifetime that you're losing just driving yeah yeah but there is something to be said about like the mental you know just you know work time is work time it's separate from the house time yeah you know there's and you know i enjoyed like there's a walking trail next to my work like i would walk you know twice a day um, do like fucking, uh, two and a half miles a day. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, you saying you were racking up a lot of steps, racking up a lot of steps. Uh, and that was enjoyable. Like, you know, 
And I don't do that at home. Like if I take a break, I'm washing bottles or I'm, you know, feeding the boy or taking, you know, playing with him. And don't get me wrong. I love all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like a year. It's a, you know, you don't get to have a checkout period at all. Right. Yeah. You need a break. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. Cause then you got to cycle it with Kelly, right? You gotta, you gotta cycle your breaks because somebody has got to be watching the kid. Well, and you start nitpicking like, yeah, like yeah. oh, I, I got up this time and did, I, I stopped yeah. my work. And like, and then you get into the arguments of like, oh, whose work is more important than the others? And like, <laughs> oh, you don't respect my work. Or like, oh, you don't take my work seriously. You just expect me to uh, just, it's fucking spirals, man. Yeah. Fucking spirals. And yeah. it's all, it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? It's all like things that just should be let go and not focused on and not thought so important. And I, and I know I'm, I'm a huge culprit in the matter because I'm constantly watching. I'm constantly, (laughs) I can't help it, man. Like, that's just, that's just me. If I see, if I see a goddamn something move, I'm just like squirrel. What, what squirrel? (laughs) Where's the squirrel? What? Weird. It's a good thing she sits behind you then. She's out of your peripherals, right? Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah, I don't... Uh, Alyssa's about to go on research, and uh, I imagine she's going to be working from home a lot. So that starts in July. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of taking a lesson from you right now because I am uh, very much into my own personal time. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of it, and I am accustomed to a certain lifestyle. <laughs> That has a lot of me time in it and uh, I don't mind it. I prefer it. And so like, I'm going to, you know, all the, all the times that I have uh, other people in the house, you know, when Alyssa's parents stay with us, like it's, it's cool for a little while. And uh, after a while, you know, it, it's like, wow, I, I, I have to get used to this because it's not my normal thing. Like I, I, there's other people roaming around here that, you know, I can't just like go out in the hall and strip down to my skivvies and throw on my gym shorts and go down in the basement. Like I normally do. I gotta be strategic about, you know, yeah. where I get naked in my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, my advice, like I've said this whole time, don't, you know, I sound like a crotchety old fuck who's like, just value the time you have. Like, right. But like, dude, don't let the little shit bother you. Like do a mental, do like that. Do a, do a mental sobriety check or a mental check-in of just like, wait, is this shit really important? Like, yeah. fuck, does this like, matter? Yeah. Does this matter? I know it matters to me right now. Yeah. But like that was my argument. Like the argument that we got in earlier was just like, it felt like it mattered at the time, but I'm like looking back at the, at the aftermath of like arguing about it. I'm just like this little grain of sand, just like <laughs> infiltrated our life. And just like, it didn't mean anything. Right. Yeah. It was it's just funny ridiculous. how a little grain of sand in a very finely tuned machine can yes. fuck everything up. Just fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That'll be an interesting experience for me. Um, my coworkers, well, one of my coworkers, Mike, that I had on the podcast, he's he's been joking for years. He's like, I so wish that I could be there when you have your kid because it's going to throw your ass for a loop, essentially. <laughs> like, you're going to lose your shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. But 
yeah, get over it. I, it's like I want to value all the time, you know, all of my kids, you know, changing development and like the tiny, you know, while he's a tiny little person. But yeah, God damn it, man. Every single every single passing week where he gets a little bit more like the independence of being able to just like, Oh my God, just like sit there and just play for a second. You know what I mean? (laughs) Without me having to come to your rescue, either rescue, you know, it just comes in stages. You're just like, you're just like, Oh my God, I just want to be able to hold you without worrying about your neck breaking. And you know, that feels like, okay. That feels like a millennium ago, you know, and it just comes in little stages from that. And all you're looking forward to is just being able to like pick you up and like move them and like walk around with them on the side of your hip. Yeah. And, and not worry about their head bobbling. Cause they can't hold their head up for a certain amount of weeks. Right. Know? But then they get that stage and you're like, Oh my God, this is so great. I can hold you and I can like fill up a water cup at yeah. the same time. And then it just like, your wants as a parent just keep on fucking expanding. You're just like, I just want to set you down in your little baby jail and like, have you entertain yourself. And he's getting there. It's like, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see like the progression, but, but yeah, it's just, yeah. Little victories like that. Yeah. You just keep passing these little milestones and every one is like a new victory. Yeah. That's kind of neat just like survival for the parent. Just like, I just want to be able to do this extra little thing to keep myself alive. Please, child. Right. please right. allow me, allow me to survive. Cause if I die, <laughs> if I die, you're going with me. Uh, you can't feed yourself. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I never thought about it like that. Like just like raising a kid would be a long string of little milestones just little goals for you to get to and for you to get them to, and then for them to have for themselves. And then at some point in time, it's like you, you have all these milestones and then all of a sudden you reach the milestone of like graduating high school and then they're out. It's like they're, they're setting their own goals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I get from that standpoint, the empty nester syndrome It's like mm, you yeah. have all these goals for 18 years and like yeah. you're getting through all this shit. And then all of a sudden, you got nothing. Hmm. Makes sense. It's interesting. I got I got my own goals. So <laughs> yeah. Worry. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what my goals will entail 18 years on, but yeah, I'll probably come up with something. But as of right now, it's fixing up a badass fucking food truck. And a food truck. Yeah, man. That's like that's like my currently that's my retirement goal is to like travel really? around the country in like either i don't know what it's i don't know what it's going to entail of like the living situation but like either like a cool you know you know van or something that we live in or like a cool like fixed up rv or something but then having a food truck built on or somehow i don't know how i'm going to work out the living situation but i know i want a badass food truck and just like make some bomb ass food and sell it and <laughs> that's going to be my retirement plan right there, man. Like I want to like a little, I've seen a food truck with a brick pizza oven in it. That oh. would be dope. Having a smoker on the back to do like, you know, freaking pastrami, sa- smoked pastrami sandwiches as a special, the Dewey wow. special. Yeah. So 
Interesting. Going back to your roots. Yeah, cooking. Cooking. I like cooking. I like cooking for other people. It's it's therapeutic. I like the busyness. I like the I like fast paced. I like having, you know, I want to be I want to be that dude with like in the food truck like, "Here's a ticket. Where's the ticket?" <laughs> got too much got too many orders. Bah, just get knocking food. out orders. Yeah, just getting food going like it's I like that shit. I like fast paced work. Yeah. That'd I might not neat. I might not have the same outlook at, you know, 60 whenever I retire or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say now, but it's good to have goals, I guess. Good to have an idea of what you might do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I might do. I mean, the guys that I ride with, they're, they they have children that are now in college, and they're in their early 50s. And so let's see if I do the math. I'll be 30 here in the next month. I'd be right around there, I guess. I could still be doing what they're doing, I suppose, riding dirt bikes when I'm I'm in my low 50s. Okay. That could work out for me. I'm an <laughs> older parent than they than they were, I think. Okay, but yeah. Depending on you know how long it takes to have the first one and then the second one all that stuff. So Speaking about that, are you freaking out for 30 or are you just calm with it? Not really. I mean, I'm kind of think. excited for the actual event itself because we're going to we're actually going to go get a house uh kind of more southern part of the state kind of desert like and then we're renting side by sides and my parents are coming out and we're going to do some uh some off-roading a side by side is like uh you know what a polaris razor is like like a, a, like a badass go-kart yes like a dune buggy but okay. that they sell from the factory got it yeah pretty sweet, sweet. um yeah, so we're renting some of those out in uh, out in southern Colorado, getting a house for a weekend, and so that'll be pretty badass. So I'm excited about that. But as far as like turning thirty itself, um, maybe as the day approaches, and then as the day passes, and I'm like, wow, I'm not in my twenties anymore. It might like really set in. But you know, like I'm cool. Like <laughs> we just paid off the truck, and I got my dirt bike, and you know, we're well on our way to paying off Alyssa's car and we own a house and you know we're getting ready to you know think about starting a family you know other than the dog of course I got my dog I love my dog but (laughs) um yeah like what else do I have to do you know I kind of reached a point a few months back I guess it was before Christmas and Alyssa likes to describe it as a a switch flipped uh, that like I went from nah fuck that like let's push that shit out as far as we can go because I'm trying to be selfish right now to yeah let's do it let's let's get it going uh, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure why exactly that happened but I I I have been hypothesizing that uh, it's like the next big challenge that I figure why not fuck it we got everything else you know everything's kind of set up we got a pretty good situation going on here and mm-hmm. you know we're financially stable so let's let's do that yeah why not i get that i totally get that mindset yeah i'm sure that you were there too oh i mean i'm just i'm like the mindset of where i see something i want and i'm i'm like i'm gonna go, i'm gonna go fucking do that i'm gonna get it I'm yeah gonna accompl- i'm gonna accomplish it if i you know see something and I'm like, you know, we knew we wanted to have a family and the kids, so do it. Yeah. Kelly also like had some health 
stuff going on at the time. Like, you know, she had had uh, cancer. She had had a melanoma on her that she had to have cut out, which was like unheard of for, she was 25 when it happened. Yeah. She actually had to have surgery, have it cut off. So like she had some other like cancer scare, you know, go on. So we kind of were just like, okay, we should have a baby, you know, sooner rather than later. Let's yeah. just let's just go for it. We got in our house and we're just like, okay, we're here. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's fill it. <laughs> um, fill her and it. Ah, Basinga. <laughs> I'll drink. I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't, Alyssa had something removed off of her back that was also early stage melanoma, but it sounds like that was a little more serious for Kelly, huh? It was like, it was one of the later, it was a bad, it was a bad one. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like they found it and like surgery was like within a week or some shit. Wow. Was, was yeah. she like full anesthesia for it? It was just kind of like a local anesthetic. Like was she out? No, she, it was a, uh, it was a mole. So it was a, you know, melanoma yeah. on her chest. Okay. So like it was, she was awake for it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But they got it off and it was like clear margins yeah. and stuff. Yes, green light. <laughs> sure, yeah. Margins, whatever. The margins, the margins were good. Let's Medical things. Medical stuff. <laughs> um, I'm not an oncologist, but I hear a lot about it on Grey's Anatomy. On Grey's, yeah. <laughs> I'm also up on. I'm all also up on some Grey's. Yeah, I liked House. I liked House a lot. I I prefer House to Grey's. I stopped watching Grey's. You know, yeah, once Grey's, I got a life. There was a few seasons there where every time I would look at it, it was just like, who's sleeping with who? You know, I know, man. It, yeah. Freaking drama. House did have its drama, but I liked the, I liked the cases. Yeah. And House was kind of a dick, you know? I don't know what it is about having like a strong dick male lead, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was, I don't know. It's more entertaining than like what I perceive as like the girly drama of Grey's Anatomy. Yes, maybe that's a sexist way of looking at it. Hey, I like some. I like some girly. I like girly shows from now and then again. But yeah, as Once far as while. medical as far as medical shows go, yeah. Apparently, it's, like it's fairly. Like accurate. I'll be honest, I've I've watched Gilmore Girls and I like it. Yeah, me and Kelly are rewatching it right now. There you go. Fuck it. I've watched Friends. I was I was in Friends for a long time, man. I've watched Friends. Yeah, I watched Friends really, several that's times. That's not really through. like a total girly show. Uh, I guess it's not. I mean, my dad like, really didn't like to watch it, but my mom and camp- I always watched it. Yeah, it's like campy and. Yeah, I guess I don't really understand what people mean when they say campy, but. Oh, like. I don't know, Friends. I liked it. Well, yeah. okay, so let me go back to campy. Campy, like you kind of know what's coming. You know what I mean? Just punchlining. Sure. I think campy is kind of like, um, like a predictable storyline. You know, Sitcom-ish. you're not really, yeah, you're not really going to be surprised by something. Like, sure, Gray's is less campy. It's kind of campy in the sense of you can kind of predict what's going to happen on the subplots of Gray's, yeah. but Gray's still tries to like throw you for a loop. Like, yeah, like this person's dead now. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Okay. 
I guess like, I did that. Friends wasn't about like the okay, let's just kill off Joey this season, you know? Right? Yeah, none of the characters got killed off in Friends, which no, I, I guess would be a big separator between campy and like a drama series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That's how I. That's how I interpret it. I'm sure Google would. Do I have my shit with me? Yeah, where's Blevins when when you need a dissenting yeah. opinion? <laughs> well, we just had a long pause right there for Blevins standards, and that would have I been know. that would have been filled up, dude. Every time I've been listening to, <laughs> I listen to a lot of like Jordan Peterson's podcast, and then like Joe Rogan's, and every once in a while there'll be those long pauses, and I think God, Blevins would be, just be shitting himself right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I could say something uh, in the style of camp absurdly exaggerated artificial or affected in a usually humorous way campy horror movies camper hum- campy humor witnessing their synchronized routine yeah he okay. almost expect he almost expects them to break into some campy chorus line from one of the great okay i don't know what that is referencing absurdly exaggerated okay okay yeah synchronized I mean- routine Friends kind of exaggerate some issues that generally wouldn't be as big, but they just like make light of things that happen in real life. Mm-hmm. I thought the I first it. two seasons of Friends were funny and like original and really good, but then literally after the second season, they just had the same jokes. Like it, it was fell off. Monica and her like previously being fat. And Ross and all of his divorces. Right. And Joey and his failing career and being a womanizer. And just like everybody just fell into their characters and there was no new original things going on. Like I still watched it, but I just, I don't know. It just, they just didn't spice it up at all. I'm going to close this blind. Pardon me. Yeah, do it. And then we'll change subjects because I'm sure our listeners are starting to get bored. Here's some dead air for you, Blevins. Yeah. <laughs> Soak it in. Soak it in. Let me just take my sweet-ass time. I am sipping. I just got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I stopped by. I didn't... I um, I only brought one big bottle of bourbon, and it's kind of just like a a mellow... Not. I, I think it's complex. I brought Eagle Rare with me, um, which it's from Buffalo Trace. It's a 10-year bourbon. It's really good, but... You know, I went to the liquor store today because my mo- my wife wanted to make pina coladas, so I needed yeah. to get her some rum. Sure, um, of, course. of course, yeah. So we needed rum. So I was like, "Well, I'm going to buy a new bottle of bourbon while I'm there too." So do it up. What is this called? Like, it's a Kentucky straight, distilled and bottled in Kentucky. Um, what is this? I I can't even remember the name. Like fighting. The Fighting Chance or something like that. I think that's it. Uh, hmm. Anyways, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Tastes like a lot of apple. A lot of, a lot of cinnamon apple is what I get from it. Got the essence of cinnamon and apple. Yes, like, like a like a mold apple beverage. Mold like, apple beverage. Uh, <laughs> I can't even think right now. Like, um, If that doesn't like, sound delicious, I don't know what does. Oh man, <laughs> the mulling. You really got to get it mulled. Uh, if if you're not mulling things. Oh, mold. Okay, like M U L L E D, not M O L D. 
No, no, not mold. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. That makes more sense. Good. <laughs> I'm with you now. Okay. Um, yeah, just those spices and um, like, I don't know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, apple drinks, you know. Yeah, but okay. It's, I get it's it. still a bourbon. I mean, you know, it's still liquor, but. Sure. Still something to drink. Yeah. I haven't been drinking that much on this trip, actually. No? No, I've been, you know, with the baby, it's kind of hard. You know, we have our yeah. routines and, um, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of check out in that fashion. I'm hoping to get a little bit, a little bit when Blevins arrives, we're going to go golfing and have some podcasts and have Liam watch, tub. watch Theodore. It's good to go. <laughs> I'm psyched for that that like three year old energy though because because Theo isn't as fragile as he once was yeah and so they can play together and Theo gets excited from like you running around in circles and like playing peekaboo with them and like okay so I'm psyched for that three year old energy to like burn off both of their energy levels a little bit while still watching them. Yeah. But I don't have to be actively doing the the things to make Theo yeah. entertained. Oh, man. Like, I can show Liam what to do. Like, okay, hide from him, run around the back of the couch, and then pop up really quick, and that'll make him laugh, and then <laughs> and then just set him on his way. Yeah. I'm hoping that's how it's... From both. Yeah. That's how it's going in my head, at least. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you never really know. No. So, um... Did you get the vaccine yet? No, I haven't been notified that I'm eligible or anything. No, I guess uh, Colorado is like open for pretty much everyone. So like the people who are the lowest risk, AKA you and me. Yeah. uh, As of like Monday of last week. And so Alyssa like got online, like lickety split. Yeah. And I, I got a text message in the morning and she sent me like pictures of my confirmation. I was like, Oh, Okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, I will I will kind of get on to Blevins's bandwagon. I did just read and I'm not and I didn't read anything much, but do yeah. you know where I'm going with this with your smile? I suspect yeah, that they that the I'm not US judging. Has, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Well, that the US has suspended the use of the Johnson and Johnson. Oh yeah, I did see that headline. So, did you so read I'm it? just sitting here uh I didn't read. It's only like six people with blood clot. I think. Oh, is that what it was? I didn't but read it's it. a very, I just saw the headline. A, apparently, the concern is it's such a rare blood clotting thing and that six people that have all taken the vaccine, it's a little too... It's so rare that it's like, whoa, red flag. Like, Interesting. That it's a, such a rare blood clotting, but yeah. all six of the individuals... Like, six people, you're like, oh, that's not that many, but... Right. It's... It's, um, it's still people. <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm sitting over here just like leaning back like, well, fuck, you know, shit. Like they're pulling one of them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, are the others going to drop away too? Well, you know, it, it you hasn't know. been, it hasn't been that long, you know? And, and for a, for, you know, a virus that's, you know, for my age bracket, like 99 point blah, 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 you know, whatever you know, non-lethal and I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm still kind of halfway on the camp of like, should this just be another one of the one of the other coronaviruses that we should be exposed to in our life, just like the other four coronaviruses that we should be exposed to between the ages of three and five? Like, I, I'm kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. The jury's out, man. Like, we really need some long-term data. At this point, we're just like... I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say things as if they're facts. That's my perspective is that, you know, I I'm kinda within a household where I feel like it would create turmoil if I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so I don't care enough either way. And I'm I'm kinda leaning toward yeah, I guess I'd rather have it you yeah. have the vaccine yeah. and, and not get the virus. And so yeah. I'm just gonna do it. Well, yeah, I already did I, get the first dose, so Honestly, if my wife wants me to get it, I'll get it. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but if my wife doesn't tell me to go do it, then I'm not going to do it. So, right. I'm sure yeah. a lot of, a lot of other men can relate. Yeah. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't <laughs> have sought out the appointment for myself. I mean, if she hadn't done it for me, I, I would have been in no hurry to set up the appointment. Cause like, you know, I, I work for home. We established that. I just kind of yeah. do my thing here. I don't really <laughs> like to leave for whatever yeah, thing. Yeah, you have, you have low exposure. You know, you're not out, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's more about the inconvenience for me because, like, I would have to, like, take time away from work, which, you know, it turns out it ended up being kind of cool. I had my appointment last Wednesday, and I, like, talked myself into riding my bicycle down there. It was, like, nine miles down there, which is longer than I usually ride my bicycle, but it was kind of an event, you know, like it was mm-hmm. a challenge for me. It was like, Oh yeah, I've got this thing that I got to be downtown for. It's not really downtown, but far enough for me that it's close enough to downtown for my taste. Yeah. And so I rode my bike down there and it was a whole deal. And I came back and any side effects, uh, like a severe Charlie horse in my arm from that shot. Mm-hmm. But okay. other than that, no, Okay, I've known I'm mean, like my stepmom got pretty sick on her second one and my brother kind of got sick on his second one. Yeah, the second one is usually where I hear people are are having grievances about it where they'll for like 24 hours I feel kind of shitty. Mhm. Was that about what your brother had? Yeah, about tw- he was less. My my stepmom was feeling shitty for like 48 and she okay. like went through like she got like feverish and like pretty much wow. just had like a mini sickness. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. I just like going back to the whole principle of it. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think things, I don't think something that's been driven by hysteria, you know, I think, you know, you got to like take a second look of, you know, I just, the, the, I don't know, the idiocy up here, like in humble, or I mean, uh, in Fort Bragg, like, you get they're like ticketing if you're not wearing masks like downtown and stuff like wow. that. And I'm just like, I can Damn. stay, I can stay six feet apart from people like CDC guidelines or if I can stay six feet apart, I don't have to wear a mask. Like, but it's like such hysteria. Like you have to be, you know, wearing it at all time. It's like a symbol. You know what I mean? You're just like, yeah, you're flashing your symbol and I'm just sure. I don't know. I just, it's just a little bit of hysteria going on. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's not right. I'm not saying that it doesn't, you know, knock down, you know, if you're out here hacking, you know, and if you're <laughs> wearing a mask, you know, you're, you're knocking that shit down and keeping it in your, in your own face. 
So, you know, there's some very obvious legitimate things about it, but right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely see the benefits in wearing the mask. I've been, I've been listening. I've, I've been getting like way, 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 way overexposed to like people's banter about the virus. And Mm. I mean, it's not as if I didn't get enough of that last year, but like I've, I'm going back and listening to some of like Rogan's podcasts. Okay. I really like Rogan a lot. He's he's a really he's a cool very, dude. He just sits back and he really wants to listen and learn and like yeah. hear things. Yeah, I like his just the way that he is. Like I would like you know to set that as like my my midterm goal. Like I I don't feel like that's his his level of intellect is so I don't feel like his level of intellect is so far beyond me that it would take me a while to get there, but like his curiosity and his open-mindedness and his willingness mm-hmm. to talk with people who have just, uh, uh, counter opinions to his and things like that. Like, I really like that. I like yeah. that, that way that he does things. But anyway, he, I'm going back and I'm listening to all these podcasts of his that are, that are from around the time. And like every podcast it comes in and, and he's always talking about something that has to do with the virus and, and this and that and, and his opinions on this. And it's interesting to see his opinion kind of change and shift as he listens to episodes or as mm. I listen to his episodes. Okay. Interesting. Back. Well, yeah. what, what's the, what's the cliff notes of it then from start to. Well, it, it kind of depends. Um, it kind of depends on the episode. So I have a, I have a stalker here. Alyssa just got home. Hello. Oh, you can't hear me. He says hello. 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 I can hear you. Yeah, she can. He can hear well, you. Well, my my baby woke up, so we could probably finish up our Rogan conversation. Sure. All right. Yeah. Um, I forget why I came up with that. I was just getting like way overexposed to like COVID stuff because Rogan Rogan talks about it. It's just uh, yeah. It's been it's been interesting to hear his his thoughts on like where did he start and then finish you said he kind of changed his perspective a little bit yeah um well it's like and i don't really know the chronology of it because i haven't been keeping track very well of like the the dates of the the particular episodes that i've been listening to but i've i've seen his his um Cause I've listened to episodes where he was living in California and then he moved to Texas. And so I've ah. listened to episodes kind of on both sides of that move, but all around okay. the COVID era and even some from like earlier. But uh, a lot of the ones that I've been listening to are kind of like around that time. And like, Got you it. could, you could see the evolution of like, he was just like so pissed off about like the government in California and, and the things that they were mandating you to do. And then when he got to Texas, like he, he seemed like a lot more, calm still very critical of california but like he was because he was so pissed off i guess about the regulations and things in california it seemed like he was a lot less apt to like take the restriction seriously and take the the virus really seriously and Mm. so like and and it could be that as time gone on he just you know got a little more grounded a little more people's opinions on it but i don't know uh, I think I started talking about this because his his conversation on the mask was just like, yeah, like if if you're really worried about it, you should wear a mask. But in all honesty, like, and I don't know that this was ex- exactly his opinion, but that's kind of what's great about it is I can take from his guest and from him what he's saying and kind of yeah, okay. put it into something. But 
he was talking about how you know the the virus particles themselves are very very small you know they can get through the mask but virus particles are suspended in mucus and that doesn't really get through the mask and so like it's it's not just necessarily and this is you know this is all like conjecture and and some people's opinion i'm not saying that this is fact at all so that's my public uh disclaimer that's my disclaimer i'm not an Mm -hmm. expert this is just what i'm gathering but um yeah so like you wear a mask not only to protect you from other people's spit but to protect other people from your spit. And so if everybody's wearing a mask, it makes it really hard for spit to go through your mask and through their mask, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, right. It's the, dro- the droplet, the the microscopic exactly. droplets. When you say droplets, everybody's just like thinking of like spatter out of your mouth. But like it could be just very tiny like humidity droplets like true out of your breath. Um, yeah. No, so I get that. Um yeah, I totally get that. I, 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 I have always said from the very beginning, like, it's not really the, the reason that N95s are so good is because that is protecting the user the most. Yeah. Um, but the cloth masks are keeping my shit contained. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not really protecting me from, like, taking a deep breath in and, like, blocking For sure. necessarily the, par- the, the virus particles. But it's yeah. keeping my shit locked down. Yeah, to, yeah I mean, to you, a little bit. You're restricting like the yes. direction that airflow can come in. I mean, we've all seen the videos of like in the really cold weather, like people breathing through the masks, and you just see the freaking breath come out in the cold weather. Sure, that's why you know when my family has been like, you know, thinking that you know they've gone to the grocery store or whatever, and like you know they've been wearing a cloth mask around Theo, but they're like babysitting him and watching him. Uh, I'm just like, look. Yeah, I appreciate the cloth mask, but you don't have to. You're so close to him already; it's yeah. really not going to matter. Like if you're spending all day with him, the cloth right. mask isn't doing jack. You know, you know, because right. you're holding him, you're right next to his face. It's it's not going to do it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. don't worry. For sure. Uh, anyways, sir, uh, I think it's been an hour, and, and uh, I think my boy is up, and he's yeah. kind of probably being persnickety right now. I would imagine. Yes. So. All right. Uh, but it's yeah. been good catching up, man. It's been freaking radio silence uh, on on all fronts, uh, uh, not just yeah. you. I all mean, the podcasts. I, I, I haven't been texting or podcasting or anything, so uh, it's yeah. good to catch up and see what's going on with Reese. Yeah, man. I think I feel like this was a little bit like uh, Rogan's podcast, the way that this is laid out. <laughs> Yeah, just because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't typical of my normal podcast and or yours. We just kind of no. shooting the shit, catching up. Just shooting the shit. I know. Yeah, so. but it's good to be a guest. I'm not going to post it on mine. We're just posting it on yours. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Well then. Uh, all right. Well, we'll. Uh, Alrighty, sir. We'll uh, adjourn. Yes. Have a good weekend out. Uh, out riding. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, take some. Say take hi some to pictures. Blevins. Send me some pictures since we don't do that. Since we don't do that, uh, uh, them them social media stuff. Actually, te- yes. you gotta text text. I that will shit. text you a picture like old people do. God, <laughs> who does that anymore? I know that's <laughs> oh, crazy. All right, man. Um, yeah, have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. All right, we'll see you, bud. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. 
All right, guys. And that's it for uh, me and Dewey. So wherever you are, whatever you're up to, I hope you're having a good day, good morning, good evening, whatever it happens to be. And we will catch you all on the next one. Be good.